Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson, and I would like you to join me from here at Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as I minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Father, open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this, Father, grant us that spirit of grace. Grant us the power that you used to raise Jesus from the dead. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Did you know using your faith glorifies God? Do you know that we have been taught to be wimpy little people? I don't want to be bold in front of God because he might not like it. We can't read. 1 Peter 3, 1 through 6, because we haven't read it in a while. Likewise, you wives, you women, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they may without the word be won by the conversation, the behavior of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Fear of what? Not fear of them. Fear God, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of the plaiting of the hair and of wearing of gold or putting on of apparel, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit, which in the sight of God is of great price. You can be bold with God and have a meek and a quiet spirit. How can that be? That's how Jesus did it. Jesus had no problem talking to the devil. You can be bold in spirit and meek and quiet in your spirit. We do it just like Jesus did. Now turn to John 10:35. Jesus speaking. He said, if he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, then the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken. We can put our trust in the word of God, in the scriptures, because they won't change. The word of God will not change. You can put your faith in it. You can put your trust in the word, and it will come to pass. Now, with that, I want to share something with you, and I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 12. About a month or two ago, I was praying, and I was talking to God. Did you know that you can talk to God? Do you know you can go right into his presence by the blood of Jesus and you can talk to him? And I had a question for him. And I went into the presence of God and I said, Father, it is easy to read in the New Testament what you have done for the man. All the different things that a man can do. I mean, a man can be an apostle. He can be a prophet. He can be a pastor. He can be a teacher. He can be an evangelist. A woman can't be any of those things. A woman cannot be an elder. It is written in the word that an elder has to have one wife. Women can't have wives. Sorry, according to the word of God, women cannot have wives. So we cannot be one of those. And I was talking, Lord, I said, so, so what is there for a woman? I said, you don't have anything written about this one or that one in the New Testament about all that she did. He said, Kathy. Do you know that God knows who you are? He knows your name. He doesn't call me anything I've ever heard except Kathy. 
He said, Kathy, all the gifts are yours. All the gifts are yours. A woman can have all the gifts. They are free. They are available for us. And God wants us to have them. I'm going to read real quickly. I'm going to read from verse 4. And that there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. See who's Lord over the administration? Jesus is. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God that worketh all, all gifts in all. Do you know that includes the woman? All gifts in all. One of these days you're going to get excited about this because you know what's for us? You know what's for us ladies? For us mothers? For us wives? For us grandmas? For us single women? It says, but the ministration of the Spirit is given to every man, and that's, that's person. It's not just man, to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is ours. The word of wisdom is ours. What's the word of wisdom? Tells you what to do when. It says, go over here and do this. I was given some money to give away, and I didn't know where to give it. And the Lord said, I want you to drive to Walmart. I want you to park, and I want you to look for a red van. I mean, this is, you know, I'm 10 miles away from it. I'm thinking this is crazy. But God said, I want you to look for a red van, and then I want you to give that person in the red van the money. So I drive into Walmart. I pull up, and I'm looking for that red van. And sure enough, I found it. So I parked about four car lots over. And I'm waiting for the person. They're not there. I was going to give them, I think it was several hundred dollars. And I'm waiting, and I'm listening to the Lord. And, and I notice, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. There's this red van there, and I'm waiting. And, and I'm like, Lord, what's going on? I'm, I'm sitting here waiting. And when I said that about the third time, God said, get out of the car and go to the van. So I get out of my car. I go around the corner. And you know what? I go on the other side of the van, and there's a little lady there. She was so short, I never saw her. And she's got the door of the van open, and she's putting food and water in there. She was right there. The word of wisdom said, go there. This is what you're looking for, and this is what you're going to do. That's the word of wisdom. It's for every one of us. It's for us ladies. When you need to know some, how to do something, that word of wisdom's in there. And then the next one, another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gift of faith. Oh, I love the gift of faith. It has worked for me multiple times. It is a faith that I don't have naturally. It is a faith I don't have spiritually. It is the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when that gift of faith comes up, you could go down into hell and haul somebody out of there if you had to. You have that much strength in you, that spirit of faith. And it says, to another, the gifts of healing. I have laid my hands on my children. I have laid my hands on my cats. And they have been healed by the gift of healing. It's for us. It's for you. It's for the mom. It's for the daughter. It's for the grandma. It's for all of us. All of us women. All the gifts of yours, the Spirit of God told me. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kind of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. It is for all of us. All the gifts are yours, said God. The woman, all the gifts are yours. You know what it says? Covet them. Covet them. Go after them. And I love that what did Doyle use this morning? Pester God. 
Pester God till you get him working. Pester him. I want them all. I want them all. He knows. I tell him, I want them all. I don't want just one. And you know what? All of them have worked in my life. All of them. Now we can go to 1 John 2, 6. That saith that he abideth in him, in Jesus. Ought himself also to walk even as Jesus walked. This is a profound statement. He that saith he abideth in Jesus ought himself also to walk even as Jesus walked. Do you know you can walk just like Jesus walked? You can walk just like Jesus walked. You say, well, I'm not Jesus. You got Jesus in you. Don't ever come to me and say, I don't have what it takes to do this. You've got the one that did it inside you, if you will believe. You've got the one that did it inside you, if you will believe. You can never give an excuse that you cannot do this. The gospel made it available, made it a way for you to do this. It is there, all right? He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Jesus walked as a man. We have taught it over and over again here. That Jesus laid down all, all his godly ability. Left it in heaven. Came down here and became a man just like us. Hebrews 2 says, thou hast prepared me a body. The spirit of Jesus came down. And went into a human body, started as one cell, a virgin conceived. And that spirit went in on that cell. And that cell became a baby. And then that baby became a man. And that man walked just like we did. He had a body like ours. He had a soul like ours. He had Jesus' heart. He had Jesus' spirit. But like I said, if you were born again, you have that same spirit and heart in you. With that, I want us to go to 1 Corinthians 15. The gospel. The gospel. Did you know that Jesus had to live by the gospel? Did you know that Jesus had to believe the gospel? Did you know that Jesus himself had to believe the gospel? He had to believe it. He had to put his trust in it. Why? Because he was going to walk it. He was going to walk it. He was a man. He had no godly powers. He had no godly power. He had to walk it just like we have to walk it. So verse 1, Moreover, brethren, the apostle Paul speaking, I declare unto you the gospel, the gospel which I preached unto you. So what did Paul preach? What did Paul preach? He preached the gospel. Paul did not preach the Ten Commandments. Paul did not preach the law. Paul didn't preach the life of the prophets. Paul preached the gospel. Paul preached the gospel, which I preach unto you, which also you have received. You have to receive the gospel. You have to receive it. How do you receive it? You believe it. And you say, well, what does it mean to believe it? You have to trust it. You have to put your trust in the gospel. When you walk into this sanctuary, you put your trust every time in that chair you're about ready to sit in. 
You put your trust in it. I don't see anybody walking in here checking the chair out to see if it's going to hold them or not. You know why? Because you trust it. You trust that these chairs are going to hold you. Do you know that's how you trust the gospel? That's how you trust the gospel. You trust that that gospel is going to do what that gospel says. That that gospel is going to perform what the gospel says it's going to perform. That's how you trust it. And like we said before, you don't consider what you see, and you certainly don't consider how you feel. You consider only what you believe. You trust. You trust in that gospel. That what you put your trust in, in it, will come to pass. That's trusting the gospel. Now, that, it's receiving it. You have to receive it. It's got to come down in the heart. You can have that gospel memorized in your head, and you can spout it off to a million people, and it won't do a thing for you. And you'll find that out the first time you try to believe it and trust it. What does Romans 10 say? If you will believe in your heart, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt have what you need. It has to believe in the heart. How do you do that? You keep trusting it. You keep trusting it. You keep believing in it. You keep reading it until it's down there. And you know what? You'll know when it's there. You'll know when you start standing on it and you're shaking that it's there. All right? I preached you what you also received. And wherein you stand. Wherein you stand. That's the trust. Standing in the gospel. To, against the wiles of the devil, we stand in the whole armor. We have the helmet, we have the breastplate, we have the shield, we have the girdle, girded, we have the shoes, we have the sword. What are you standing in? You're standing in the gospel. You're standing in it. You stand in it when the things around you want to make you not stand in it, but you stand anyway. And we're going to see a beautiful example of that today. Let's go. Which by also you are saved. That word is sozo, anything you need. If, whoa, if, if, did you know there's an if? Did you know in the Bible there's an if? Do you know that there is no such thing as once saved, always saved? If there was, that if wouldn't be there. If you keep in memory. If you keep in memory. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain, you can believe for a while and then quit. You get offended. Let's turn to Mark 4, 17. I'm going to read this verse. It says, and these are they likewise. This is Jesus talking about the parable of the sower. Let's begin in verse 15. And these are by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh the word that is sown in their hearts. Then 16, these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they've heard the word, immediately they receive it with gladness. Oh, this is beautiful. This message is anointed. Oh, this gospel's so wonderful. Oh, I'm going to tell the whole world about the gospel. Oh, I got my answer. And then 
have no root in themselves, and so endure for a time. And afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Offended. You believed in vain. If you quit, if you quit, you're believing in vain. You can't quit. You can't quit. We stand in the gospel. We stand. We put our trust in the gospel. That's standing in the gospel. And the example we're going to look at today is the master, Jesus. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 16. We're going to look how Jesus did it. We're going to look how the one that's in us did it. All right, Psalm 16, verse 7. This is Jesus. It says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. Now, we're looking at this. This is Jesus speaking. This is the spirit of Jesus, as 1 Peter talks about, that is in King David. And we know he's in King David. We know that David didn't go to hell. But we know Jesus did. So this is the spirit of Jesus talking through the prophet David. And it is beautiful. Can you imagine how David must have felt looking at these words? Realizing that the man that these words are talking about is going to be one of his descendants. This is going to be the king of king and the Lord of lords. Now, verse 7. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. This is Jesus talking. He's blessing the Lord. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. And that's down here, the heart, the spirit talking to him. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. That word glory is tongue. My tongue rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Jesus here, my flesh also shall Rest in hope, for thou will not leave my soul in hell. Now let's take a look at these words. For thou, for thou will not leave my soul in hell. Thou will not. Do you hear that? Jesus is talking to the Father. He said, you will not leave my soul in hell. Do you realize Jesus knew right there that God could leave him in hell? But he's declaring to God, you will not leave my soul in hell. Jesus could not get out of hell alone. He had no strength. He was a man. He went to the cross as a man. A man had to take on what another man destroyed. A man had to take our sin. A God you can't kill a God. And Jesus was going to have to die because Adam brought death in. Jesus was going to have to take death out. And the only way to do that was to die. This is a man talking and this is the soul of Jesus and he's telling God here out of the mouth of David his faith you will not leave me in hell you won't do you hear the faith 
in that voice? Do you hear the faith of Jesus? You're not going to leave me down there. He knew he was going. He knew the Father was going to send him. But he also knew God was not going to leave him there. You know why? Because the Father promised him he was going to bring him out. The Father promised him he was going to go get him. I love the verse when Jesus says, I believe it's John 12, he said, my soul is troubled. I don't want to go to the cross. But this is the reason I came. This is the reason I came. That was a man talking. I don't want to go to the cross. I know what the cross is going to be. He could read. He knew exactly what he was going to experience on the cross. He could read Isaiah 52, 13, for I'm going to be marred more than any man. He could read Psalm 22, my bones are all going to be out of joint. He could read Isaiah 53, God's going to lay on me the iniquity of the whole world. He knew he was going to hell by this verse. He knew where he was going and he said, I don't want to go, but this is the very reason I came. The very reason I came. I get thanks, Father, I thank you. I get thanks. And so what does he say in that next part? He turns and he looks up and he says, Father, glorify thy name. Glorify thy name. How is God going to glorify him? How is God going to glorify himself? He was going to raise Jesus from the dead. He was going to do what he promised Jesus he was going to do. Father, glorify thy name. And you know what the wonderful thing is? God talked right back to him, knowing he didn't want to go to the cross, knowing it was a difficult time for him. God spoke, and people heard the voice of Jehovah. He said, I, will, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. He probably really enjoyed it. Jesus said, it wasn't for me, because Jesus knew. But could you imagine Jehovah saying, Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he does it right here. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither shall thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Jesus had to trust the Father. Jesus had to stay on what God said in the word God was going to do. He had Psalm 16. He grew up learning it. He had Isaiah 52, 53. He had the voice of God. He had everything he needed to put his trust in God. And you know what Jesus knew? The Father was faithful. The Father was faithful. God does not lie, and Jesus knew it. Thou will not leave my soul in hell, and Jesus stayed. He stood on what God said. Jesus, as a man in hell, stood on what God had said, and you know what happened? God came. God came. God came. When God, when Jesus satisfied the Father, God came. 
and the Spirit of God raised Jesus from the dead. Did you know that that was your example? And you say, well, Jesus had the Word of God. Well, what do you have? What do you have? You have Isaiah 52 and 53. Surely, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He has been wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace lay on him. You got the same words. You got the same words. And not only that, you got the man. You got the spirit of the man that went to hell for you, in you. And not only did he go to hell, but the faith of him got him raised from the dead. And you have that same faith in you. If you will use it. If you will use it. And you have to use it. Just like Jesus did. In hell thou will not leave me in hell. That is standing on the gospel. That is what Paul tells us we have to do. And what was the gospel? Verse 3 and 4. Just as I preached to you. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4 is that definition. It is what Paul preached. It is what Paul, we received. It is what we stand in. Verse 3, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, when the father saw the travail of Jesus' soul, he was satisfied, and God raised him from the dead. The moment Jesus was raised from the dead, your sins were forgiven. The moment Jesus was raised from the dead, you were set free. The moment that power that went to go get Jesus out of hell is the same power that gets you free, that gets you healed, that brings your money. It's the same power and it's the same faithful God. He will do for you what he did for Jesus. Thank God we don't have to go to hell. Thank God we don't have to go to the cross. Jesus did it for us. But that gospel is for us if we will believe if we will use our faith, if we will trust it. Now, do you want that? Do you want that spirit of the man that was in hell, that trusted God, waited on God, looked for God, trusted in the word, and God came? We can do the same thing. Do you want that spirit in you? If you do, you must be born again. You must receive Jesus into your heart so that he can do for you what he does for anybody else. And how do we do that? Let's pray. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Show me the gospel so that I can believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. Lead me. Guide me. Fix me. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.